Welcome to the Provost Perspective. My name is Patrick. This podcast is dedicated to the opinions, thoughts, and experiences of my wife, Carolyn, and I's journey through marriage, children, and life as a whole. While the topics we discuss may be varied, we will do our best to orbit around marriage, relationships, love, and family. Welcome again, and we hope you enjoy. Okay, so this week, I thought we would talk about age differences. See. All right. Um, it's kind of an interesting one from our perspective, too, because we've got a fairly healthy age gap between the two of us. Yes. Um, about six years-ish? Almost seven years. Almost seven mm-hmm. years. Um, and not in the direction that it normally goes. Yeah, typically it's the male's older than the female, not normally the female's older than the male. That's Correct. Yeah. Um, but either way, yeah, we've got a pretty healthy age difference. Um, and I'd like to get your perspective on whether you think it's important, whether you think it has like anything, any real bearing on the relationship, and if so, when, you know? I don't know. Like, so I feel like there's a place where you have to draw the line. That being said, people are, I feel like there has to be an extenuating circumstance every now and then because people are mentally, emotionally, and mature-wise, in a different place than other people would be at their particular age. So what I mean is that you, when we started dating, when you were 24, were way more mature than 90% of 24-year-olds. So you didn't present yourself as being someone that was so young. Um, That's not the norm, but there are people out there that are just you know, seemingly older than they really are, uh, have more life experience by that point because of, you know, childhood or life or, you know, things that have happened to them. Yeah, so, um, but I do feel that there is a line, you know, um, of whether or not it's healthy. Like, I'm not sure where you would draw that line, really. Like, it's to each their own, right? But... I just get a little, I get uncomfortable when I see somebody old enough to be my grandmother dating someone who's the same age as my son. You know, it's just, that seems like that might be a a bit much. Well, so, (laughs) though I agree. I am so sorry if any of you have that kind of age gap (laughs) and are listening. I can't really say that I agree. I mean, there is like a little bit of a stigma, I think. There's definitely a stigma. If I see like a 22-year-old guy who's dating like a 66-year-old woman, like... It's just a little... It's odd to me. It's weird, right? It feels awkward. Sorry. (laughs) It's weird, right? But I I also... I I have a battling of thoughts in my head of, you know... I believe that anybody should be able to do whatever the hell they want so long as they're not hurting somebody, like directly hurting somebody in in their quest, right? Like... Right. But if the tables are turned, right, and it's a 22-year-old girl dating a 60-year-old man, what does everybody immediately think? Oh, yeah. Society-wise, that's a, just very... He's um, a gold digger. She's yeah. a gold digger, right? Or he's just, like, desperate, whatever. Yeah. Um, sugar daddy type thing, right? But if it goes yes. the other way, everybody's just like, Oh, okay. Why? And I, I have my theories as to why I think that is. I think it's because we view dating as a 
mechanism to create children. And that relationship does not facilitate that underlying expectation. Right. So it's weird, right? Yeah. But I honestly think that in the majority of the cases for adult people, age is rather irrelevant. Yeah. The number of age doesn't matter. The maturity level does, right? So that's that mental age, not chronological age, right? Um, That's what I was trying to get at. (laughs) And in that case, I still think it's hard to find somebody who's mature enough at 22 to really connect with somebody who's in their 60s, right? Oh, yeah. We'll put it this way. We're six years different, not even a fucking solid decade. And there are still things that I didn't experience that you did growing up. Absolutely. And there's perspective that you have that I don't have just by mechanism of our age difference. You take that and you extend that out to two, three, four decades. Four decades? That's a what lot. What the fuck do you possibly have in common? Yeah. Right? Like, there isn't... And I'm not trying to say that in a derogatory term, but, again, from my belief system, and I think society in general, dating and relationships is, at its core, a mechanism to further the population of humans, right? It, right? It's yes, the relationship is important, and that's a lot of what we talk about is healthy relationships. But when you take it down and just like its most basic structure, mm-hmm. it's a means to procreate and create new life, right? Um, Something that I think that confuses me and might step on the toes of that particular relationship too would be um, not just what do you have in common, but what do you have to connect to each other. Yeah, that's with. what I mean. It's just... That's what I mean when you have in common, like... I can't imagine you have a whole lot of, to talk about besides the older person telling you their f- four decades of well, what they've been through, you no, know? I'm not saying that there isn't value in some of those types of relationships, uh, right? Like, there's personal connection. Um, there's the, the ability that somebody loves you um, regardless of that and that... They value you as a human being. And all of that is super important. And I don't ever want to minimize that. Um, But that relationship already doesn't have some serious longevity. Right. Right. I don't imagine. That's just by mechanism of biology. Like, yeah, the older persons might get 20 years out of them if you're really lucky 30. But you're looking at like the back end of their relationship or their life. You know, you're um, again. But that's nothing to say on that you, whether or not it would last. Either. Yeah, yeah. Not not saying that you can't do that or you shouldn't do that. It's just I want the best years of you, yeah. you know, not the worst years of you, right? And oftentimes, and I've spent enough time around older people, not that they aren't happy or they're not enjoying their lives, but they're not at their peak, right? They're they're not at their top of their game so to speak i want to get to that point together yeah i mean that's the dream right is i want to i want to sit on a porch and drink gin and tonics at noon with gray hair on my fucking rocking chair yelling at children to get off my lawn right like that's my right that's my my dream right is to to be old and gray and yell at all the young kids for making too much noise with their hip-hop music right (laughs) um but 
it'd be weird, for, I think, for me from a perspective. And again, maybe it's just personal bias, but to come into that with somebody who's already seen that, right? Like, not that I don't see right. value in that person. I absolutely do. You have wisdom and experience and you've lived through things that I couldn't even dream. I mean, think about it. An 80-year-old person, home internets weren't around, cell phones weren't around, internet wasn't around, Mm -hmm. TV may or not be, let's see, hold on, let's do the math. So 80 puts you at 60 in the 2000s, which puts you at 10 in the 50s, which puts you, or no, 10 in the Well, let's see, my parents are in their 60s and they were born in the 50s, so... If we're talking about current day 80, you're talking about the 30s? Yeah, like no television, no Possibly telephone. been around during Prohibition. No telephone. <laughs> no, Prohibition came out and ended. 1927. Um, you have the automobile as a luxury item early on. You see it grow. You know what I mean? Like huge historical things that you're living through. Like I have a hard time connecting with somebody who's 10 years younger than me because there's differences in lifestyle. Now I know life has changed rapidly in the last 30 years in comparison to the previous, as far as like access to information and technology and stuff. But it's just, I, I couldn't, I have a hard time putting myself in that footprint of saying, Hey, other than the companionship thing, I don't really know what there's a whole lot gained from that relationship. Again, nothing yeah. against it, but you're not talking a long, healthy relationship of 40, 50, 60, 70 yeah. years, you know? You don't, um, you're not giving yourself a lot of time to build Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not either. saying that those people don't deserve happiness and companionship. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. Um, but, and it's not even the old person that I question in those relationships. It's the young person that I question in those relationships. Like, what do they stand to get out of that? Yeah, what do you, you as a 20-year-old, right? Let's say you yeah. find your, your soulmate who happens to be 60, like, and yes, you're going to get 20 years, and maybe you have a glorious 20 years. But then what? Then what? You have another 60 years or so where you have to live without your soulmate? That's just that's depressing rough. to think about. Yeah. Like, that's, that's really rough. Um, and again, hey, you know, to each their own, but I think once you, so the, take the question away from old and go to young, what's the acceptable, what, what would you say is a comfortable and acceptable age gap for the majority of people? For the average Dick and Jane, right, what's the comfort zone where they, you feel like they have enough just inherently in common that they could form the foundations of a solid relationship? I'm not sure, because when I was, I was looking through a little bit of research and a little bit of statistics just to feel around, and the majority is, they're within about three or four years of each other. Yeah. Uh, most of the time. Usually they're either about the same age or one or two years apart. Um, but when you get to our particular age gap, age gap or a little bit higher, it's a little less common, um, but it's, it seems like 10, 10 to 12 years is where it cuts off to be a little more unusual. Yeah. Um, but even a full decade for me seems... A bit extreme? A bit extreme, but, I mean, not doable, just that you're... T- at that point, you're from two different worlds, if you think about it. In um, some ways, yeah. 
especially yeah, nowadays. With the way that you grew up and the way that life changed and the experiences you had. And it's, I mean, that's the difference between a world war and peace. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, I play the game, but yeah. You, I'm just, I'm throwing out very vague. I, I know. Yeah. I get you. Um, <laughs> but I feel like 10 years would be the max that I think I personally would be comfortable with. Um, and if you remember, even with the two of us, the age gap always concerned me early on um, yeah. before we were dating. It was one of the many reasons I was like, mm, I'm just going to steer clear of that because it just it didn't seem like we'd have. We did, though. We had a lot in common, but I just I kept feeling like it might be too much. It might be he's too young. He's too whatever. And Zero. it made it what made it more uncomfortable is the fact that we were not both adults when we met. Yeah. That's what made it well, a, li- a little bit more of a hump that I had to get over personally um, because you were still a kid. I wasn't a kid. I was a teenager. Well, but... you know what I mean. And then I was past 21 <laughs> living in my 20s at that point. So it was just, I mean, it was uncomfortable for me then. You know what I mean? So I can't imagine such a big age gap and trying to feel comfortable with that. I mean, I know eventually everybody gets to the adult stage. Everyone's over 21 or whatever. Yeah. But once, once the maturity, and I think the maturity level has a lot to play with it, right? Yes. Once you are a mature enough adult, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as so much. much, yeah. Because you still have that experience of being in the adult world, right? Mm-hmm. But there's formulative things that exist in just who you are as you grow up the environment that you grew up in yeah that are super relative and important when you start trying to figure out a relationship right yeah if you grew up and your life was you know you had to grow up fast well no i'm like was the um leave it to beaver <laughs> model right yeah and you are trying to connect with somebody who is the Britney Spears <laughs> idealization, right? Like those are two dramatically different worldviews and two minute, two dramatically different experiences that you're trying to coalesce yeah. into a foundation that's suitable for a family, right? Again, a lot more things are permissible, in my opinion, when it's just a dude and a girl or two grown adults, right? Than it is if there's children involved and all the other things that go along with it, yeah. right? Because there's extra questions and extra mm-hmm. structures that need to be developed and fleshed out and controlled when you have children, yep. which is number one of the major reasons why I say that pets are not children. No. Pets are pets and children are children because pets don't require the level of care, attention, and deliberate um, problem solving that that children do. You it cannot just, claim to be, I'm ready to be a parent just because you've had a pet. Now, it does I, not... I do think that you should get a pet and keep it alive before you try to raise a child, right? Yes. But um, those are two different creatures. And yes. I disagree with the concept that, oh, I'm, I'm ready to be a dad because I've had five dogs. No. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same thing. <laughs> Go ahead and leave your two-year-old kid at home by himself for an hour. Let me, let me know how it works out for you, right? Yeah, right. Um, jail is not fun and also your house is going to be destroyed um right. whereas a two-year-old dog is 
pretty easy to manage in the house if you train them properly, right? Yeah. Um, but there's there's layers when you bring children in that need to be fleshed out and developed, and you need to have a fairly close synchronized worldview. You need to have, mm-hmm. you know, have the discussions with hard lines and soft lines. And growing up in different decades puts a yeah. Typically, on there's it. a dichotomy of ideologies mm-hmm. when you're dealing with that age gap too. People tend, and generalities, of course, don't apply to the individual, but generalities, people tend to be a bit more conservative and traditionalistic when they get older in comparison to people who are younger who tend to be a little bit uh, significantly more progressive, significantly more liberal. Those are those two things don't coexist in the same house very well. No. Um, you need to be able to talk about that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there's there could be bonds that do bring you together. Um, I've seen it work with people with similar religious backgrounds or you know relationships that don't require um that already remove the possibility of procreation that frees up the relationship to be a little bit more amalgamous you know and embrace those differences a bit more but for general people i think you're right i think you're looking at right around 10 years right yeah that puts your years of procreation right around the same it puts your ages right around the same but even like you've said, at six years apart, we we run into those differences where oh, yeah. the things that I experienced and were normal when I was growing up necessarily weren't for you and vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't around when Wham! was a popular band, right? <laughs> I got to listen to them <laughs> on the retro channel. Um, but like I said earlier, you were very mature for your age. And I think that played a big part. Yeah. You know, not just when we met, but when we decided to start dating. Yeah. Well, and I think that's part of it, too. Like, you have to, the maturity level has to be there, right? Uh, yeah. Otherwise, you're just, you're never going to be able to find a place to connect. So I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it's not common. Right. You're going to have a way better chance and outcome finding someone closer to your own age than you are Yeah. somebody farther removed. From you. Absolutely. And I, I think that's a, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but uh, maturity is going to play a big part. Yeah. Right? Um, either the older person needs to be immature enough to connect with somebody who's younger than them, dramatically younger than them, or the older, younger person needs to be mature enough to be able to connect with somebody who's dramatically older than them. Um, so what you're saying is I was uh, young enough in my maturity to... No, I'm saying the, the, <laughs> the relationship went the other way. Um, Though, yes. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm a giant child, folks. <laughs> um, but I, I think that there's some things that would be interesting to put in perspective too, right? Like, and we joke about it, and I mean it is a topic of conversation we've had a couple of times, not with every any portion of concern, but more in a place of jest of where were you when I was? Yeah. Right. Like. That's usually him doing this to me. Yeah, like now put that mm-hmm. in a in a grant a larger perspective, right? That's insane. Like you were a grown adult of legal drinking age mm-hmm. when this person was born. Yep. Right? Like you were already paying taxes when they're learning how to potty train. Like yeah, that to me so conceptually big. is a ginormous gap. And it concerns me that they would be able to connect on enough levels to keep a healthy relationship going so, for the long term. I, I know. I, from the surface level, 
Yeah, I, I could see that as an, as an argument. If you're looking for things like common interests, things to talk about, mm -hmm. formulative experiences that bond them. But I, I do see where there's potential to connect in that relationship. Yeah. But I do think that there's... I just don't see it happening very often. You're, you're constantly digging um, out of a hole with social stigma. Um, you know, And what happens to somebody who's 19 and they're like, I don't ever want kids, so this relationship works well for me. And then you're 10 years down the line. Because when I was 22, I didn't want fucking children. Nope. Right? Um, I didn't want children You change your all, mind a lot right? in your 20s. It, because you don't really know who you are or what you want out of life. Um, life changes. And then now you've asked this person who's 60 or 70 years old to give you a decade of which they don't have many left. Right. Um for what, a whim like right there's and vice versa from the other side i gotta imagine those feelings exist on the other side too of saying you know i'm 60 years old and this person's in their 20s like they don't even know what they want to do with their life yet and i'm asking right. them to give me 10 years of their life 20 years of their life like yeah that's a hard ask from either side so you're gonna you're dealing with those feelings of concern and regret and remorse and you're dealing with you know um the differences of lifestyle and you, you do have things that can bond you right like maybe you all have common interests like cooking or history or something right like uh, maybe you have some religious things that you share um, I don't know I, I don't know what the answer is and I'm not saying that religious can't work it's just generally um, you know statistics show you should try to stay close to your age range yep. unless that age range isn't working for you right, right. Um, we have friends who've dated with people a year or two within their age. The reason why I ended up being more comfortable going with somebody who's older than me is because I couldn't find the people in my age bracket that valued the same things that I did. They didn't want to be home. They didn't want to stay, you know, they didn't want to stay in the house and, um, they weren't interested in trying to raise children. They, they wanted to party and have a good time and do all those things. And it's like, I got so much of that out of my system when I was younger that by the time I got into my mid-twenties, it didn't interest me anymore. It's not what I wanted in life. I'd, I'd had some experiences that kind of crystallized stuff for me and said, you know what, I want to get my life started and I want to have a, you know, I, I want a stable place to, to call home. And I knew that being able to find that was going to take time, right? Now, when we first got together, I didn't have any expectation that we were going to have that, even though, you know, looking back, I knew that. But I wasn't willing to tell myself that, right? Because I, I felt like I had to be part of that, that 20 crowd that, you know, that was hanging out and chilling and stuff. But yep. I knew in my heart that I, you know, I didn't really want that. I didn't want to live that life. I, I wanted to have a family and be a dad. And, you know, again, I wasn't admit, willing to admit that to myself at the time. But, you know, I had the maturity to be able to agree with those things that were, um, or to, how do I put this? I had the majority to be able, maturity to be able to, to realize the potential of what this relationship could be pretty early on and, and, you know, take advantage of it. But there, a lot of people struggle with that. Um, yeah. Well, let's touch on the, the age thing you mentioned just a second ago. Um, so, Men typically date younger yeah. than themselves. 
um, not it's not usually on the woman's side of things. Women usually date older. Men usually date younger. Right. So I have theories and, as to why, but uh, yeah, <laughs> let's hear it. Okay, so I think that men date younger um, because we're sort of programmed to. Yes. Right. Men's job is to spread our seed far and wide and replenish the earth, even though it doesn't need to be filled back up, right? Yeah, right. Um, and the best way to do that is to have a woman who's got a larger biological window to procreate. Biologically, right? you're attracted to younger women yeah. because they're well within that birthing window. Right. I've got, <laughs> I've got the chance for more than one shot, right? Right. Whereas women are more attracted to men because they need... From a older biological men. perspective, older men, mm -hmm. they need, from a biological perspective, they need that stability, stability because they're making a large biological investment on behalf of this man. Yes. I want somebody who's going to be able to give me a house and give me a, give me a home and be able to Take protect me, me and yep. provide for me and my children and all that stuff, right? So there's a little bit of biology that plays in there, yes. but there's also a little bit of like societal expectation too, right? Hmm. So long as that age gap isn't too wide, it's acceptable. If a girl who's in her 30s ends up dating a guy who's in his late 30s, early 40s, nobody, nobody, bats, nobody bats, an bats an eye. But heaven but forbid you're a woman in your 30s and you date a guy in his 20s. Everyone leaves you the side eye. Yeah, she's a cougar. I wouldn't know anything about that. She's a cougar. <laughs> um, you flip it the other way and now there's a problem, right? Right. So, and I think it's because it falls out, outside of that, that little bit of biological structuring that we have kind yeah. of ingrained in all of us. I mean, even your father was concerned. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people were because, well, one, you, you already had two children, right? Yep. Um, and I wasn't necessarily in the best place financially, mm -hmm. um, making the transitions that I was at the time, you know, with work, that they were like, well, are you, you're not really going to be able to provide for them. You're not really going to be able to fulfill your part of the bargain, so to speak. But uh, I was already providing yeah. for myself. So. But they didn't conceptualize yeah. it that way right um, yeah and i think that's the thing that we ran the little bit of an issue that we ran into with that but yeah i don't know um i think that there's a i think i could have been seen as somebody that couldn't necessarily give you any of your your own as well yeah. at that point but uh i did yeah <laughs> uh well and I'm, for me it was a non-factor it wasn't about that yeah, yeah i wasn't i wasn't looking for the children part of it yeah the fact that i got two children um out of a relationship is great and it's a bonus, but the children aren't the reason I was with you, right? Yeah. Um, but since we have children and we're in the relationship, and, and like we've talked about in the past, like you having two children already necessitated us having those hard conversations about parenting and philosophy. Right away, absolutely. Because you weren't interested in waiting for me to figure it out. Um, no. And I knew what I wanted going in, and, and I think that's important in most relationships nowadays. You need to come to the table with, maybe yeah. not on your first, second, or third date, but at least within that first three months, if you think yeah. this can go somewhere, you need to sit down and you need to have those conversations. And I knew yeah. right then that I'm, I'm not in this to just date. I'm looking for long term. I'm looking for stability, and I'm looking for somebody that's going to become a part of this family because if it's not something you want, you need to, uh, it, there's the door. You know? yeah. And I kind of had that same mindset too, right? Yep. Like I was tired of the dating scene. I was tired of jumping from one person to the other, and I wanted to have a more stable life. I just wanted it to happen a lot slower than it actually did. Um, yeah, no, both of us did. It yeah. just kind of, it yeah. had a mind of its own. It was, yeah, <laughs> it, it escalated quickly. Um, yes. <laughs> but I will say that uh, 
you know, those conversations, if, if there's even a small part of you that thinks you might want children. You need to say it. You need to have that conversation. Yep. And the age part matters, Matters, right? Because if you're starting a relationship with somebody, a female, because unfortunately their biological clock is hindered. Men is not. Um, but if you're looking at starting a relationship with a female who's, 38 39 that window is rapidly closing if not already if not closed already closed yep and you know maybe you're okay with adoption and that's what you want to do um and by all means do it like there's plenty of kids out there who need good homes um but that conversation does need to be it had, needs to be had um, yeah. and if you're not absolutely not okay with kids you need to have that conversation too um and age is just part of that equation right yeah um but as long as you're two normal consenting adults i think that Age can kind of be neither here nor there. Um, just understand that you know you're going to deal with some stigmas and you're going to deal with some issues um, from the formulative portions of your relationship, which is already a tumultuous time, and now you're just adding more into it. Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to say though is, for me, um, anytime I think about a large age gap, I try to think of myself from uh, a parent's point of view. Right? If my daughter or son at 10 or 11 is trying to date somebody who's in their 20s i have a problem with that yep that doesn't change when my kids are in their 20s or older and that other person's in their 40s right yep um it's just i'm still gonna be concerned i have some concerns with that right whether it be the older person or the younger person like have you thought this through yeah. Um, now, obviously, when they're in 10 and 11, that's a fucking legality thing. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll put you in the dirt. I don't care, right? But when you're an adult and now you can make those decisions on your own and you're um, starting to develop the maturity to understand the ramifications of those relationships and you understand all the nuance that goes in with having another person intimately involved in your life, now I just need to make sure that your head's in the right place you know, and that you're making yeah. a, a, a good decision because it's going to impact your life. And you Whether, realize what could happen if you do this, that, and the other. Total side conversation that probably needs to be happening sometime is <laughs> all about dating. Is, and we've we've definitely talked about it um, in pieces, but you need to be selective with the people you date, because whether it's three days, three months, three years, or three decades, the person you date is affecting your life, yeah. and they're affecting your life forever. Yeah. Right. Uh, that includes sexual partners, romantic partners with no sex, or marriages, they're investing time, you're investing time, that's going to affect you emotionally, mentally, um, to some extent, right? Yeah. Like, your gun, that's, it leaves a mark. When you, when you have an emotional connection with another human being, it leaves a mark on you for the rest of your life, and you have enough bad of them, and that damage is really hard to come back from. And if you have a lot of good ones... That, damn, that that springboard is really easy to carry you through a bad one, right? So, yeah. but is it good for both of you? Is it bad for both of you? you know, I mean, the whole, the whole dynamics of, of the dating and, and how that affects you from a psychological, emotional point of view are all important things to take into account. Like, that's why I disagree with the um, promiscuity that is prevalent in, in modern society, especially among younger people. Like, yeah. again, I know I've lived that life too, but... Um, from the you old, live and you learn. the old crusty guy. Like I wish I hadn't. Right? Yep. I wish that I had been a lot more reserved with myself. Selective. Yeah. Yep. Um, but that's not really part of this conversation. 
We should definitely have that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add as far as age? No. No. Okay. Now that everybody knows how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's it for this week. Um, again, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram. I'm not as active on there as I should be, but I'm working at it. And then, of course, if you always want to have a conversation with us in person, we do have a Twitch channel where I play video games and then she makes fun of me. Um, yes, it's and, a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be happy to have these conversations there, too. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please reach out on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to hear your feedback or suggestions on our next topic. See you next week.